Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this the day after, Strickland Podcast Network. I'm Sam. I'm joined by Tyrese. Knicks lose 133 to 123 to. The Celtics in, I would say, is a consolation game of this in-season tournament. Um, the final score does not tell the full story of this game, sadly. Um, but yeah, before we get into all that, <clears throat> the holiday season is off and rolling in, with the NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played. From MMA to international soccer, head to the BetOnline app today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Um, All right. Knicks have a lot of issues right now. Um, I mean, giving up 130 points in back-to-back games is not ideal at all. Also giving up, I would say, historic three-point rates. And that's, I don't know how much of it is out of the Knicks' control. I mean, they are over-helping a ton, I would say, Um, especially in these Celtics games, it seems. Um, And the Celtics have adjusted to whatever the Knicks have done and the Knicks have just kind of stayed doing the same thing versus the Celtics in terms of defense. Um, And it just ends up leading to the Celtics being, but I tweeted it. They were butt ass naked open on a whole bunch of threes and they cashed almost every single one of them joints. Like if you are a smart man, the next time the Knicks play the Celtics, you are going to bet every players on the Celtics overs in threes and that shit will hit. I guarantee you that because like, bruh, I could, I only person I remember missing threes was Sam Hauser and yeah, he's, he's the, the one guy, guy that's like supposed to kill us. <laughs> but other than that, I felt like everyone else hit threes on their team. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, I mean, the next day I have an issue here about with defense. I think this is something that we kind of foresaw before the season, at least. And it kind of surprised us when the Knicks were pretty good defensively and like now it seems to be like crashing down granted it's like the bucks and the Celtics are like historically hot from three in these games but like maybe it's something about the defensive scheme that allows for them to um shoot such high percentage as well as you know the Knicks not taking enough threes themselves to um fire back um I will look at how many threes we took today we took 37 and we hit 15 so much better than the Bucks game, but still not enough when the Celtics are 19 47. Yeah, they took 47 versus R37. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, again, the offense ain't the problem. The offense was fine tonight. Like, 37 threes is not a horrible amount compared to the last game where I think they only took, like, something in the mid-20s. So, like, I guess there was an emphasis to take threes – and the call was answered. It just kind of sucks that Brunson goes 0 for 5. But, like, other than that, everybody else took and made their threes. Um, it just came down to the defense again. And the last two games, the defense hasn't been where it needs to be. Um, I'm not going to say the sky is falling yet. Um, 
Uh, I think there's a comment here where it's like we lose to top teams, and like that wasn't the case last year. After the rotation change, we weren't losing to top teams. It's just okay. They lost to the two best teams in the East. Sucks, but like I'm not gonna panic. And I'm not gonna like. Uh, I don't know. It just it it kind of just feels like the defense isn't where it needs to be, but also like I can't get too pressed about like a good defensive team having a couple defensive lapses because they're still a really good defensive team and their offense is coming along as well. So uh, it doesn't feel like just defensive lapses in these games. I mean, like I mean. This, the, both these teams are getting a high amount of open threes and they're hitting them at a great rate, which you can't, yeah, but you can't always bank on, you know. I mean, I know during that year that we had the insane um, shooting luck um, versus opponents, it was a similar conversation of, you know, hey, the Knicks are getting like super lucky that teams are missing open threes. It's been three out of four years and the defense has been, I mean, very good defense year one. Solid defense year two, bad defense year three, but still a good playoff defense. And then year four, it's been a really good defense. Yeah, I just it's just not something that um, I'm willing to bank on, especially come, you know, when it really matters. I mean, it's I mean, you, you see you see that you see versus the top teams, it's just something that's not gonna work because like I mean, but like again, even when it really matters, the defense has been really good. Like playoff basketball, the Knicks problem isn't defense. We have two postseasons of proof to be like, yeah, the defense isn't a problem with the Knicks, it's their offense. Yeah, but while we're getting to that, while we have to get to that point, you know you still want things to look a certain way getting yeah. to that point. And, to the, and for the most part, they have. I think it's just like they've had Just not games. against the best teams. Yeah, I think the Bucks are a matchup that really harms the Knicks because the Bucks have the size and the defensive capabilities as well as the Celtics. It's like the two top teams of the East are probably the two teams best equipped to deal with the Knicks and their um, – scheme both offensively and defensively so it's like a bad matchup i think last year the celtics didn't have the size that they have now especially with porzingis um like horford was starting for them robert williams was their front court and like mitch robinson was able to kind of like feast on that and destroy that and now it's like they have porzingis and porzingis is somebody who can do who can match mitch defensively and then like do stuff to him offensively that like no other center was able to really do and same thing with Brooke Lopez defensively and offensively so it kind of feels like those guys especially in the regular season become a lot more difficult matchups for us um yeah I don't know it's I, I don't think you can call it a coaching loss I just Mm, like there was some, there was some, there was some decisions that I wasn't really a fan of, especially late down the stretch. Um, I mean, like the way these rotations work, like guys get super, like lineups that he should probably play longer. He can't because they're going to be too gassed because of his stupid minutes distribution and the way he like, um, 
patterns his substitutions. Like there was a lineup. Um, Ariel had tweeted it. Um, it was the lineup that got us like really close in this game. I let me see if I can find it because I had, I think retweeted it or I'd liked it. But um, he was mentioning that um, lineup of like Grimes, IQ. Here we go. He says, don't think it's a coincidence the Knicks' best defensive quarter came when they played IQ, Grimes, Hart, Hartenstein. For the bulk of it, those guys provide a bunch of ground coverage and did a good job of closing space. Um, I mean, Dibs went as long as he could with that lineup. They were probably going to get gassed really soon. Um, I probably would have seen it, liked to seen it just a little bit longer before starting to bring in um, the other guys who didn't really have it going all that much, I would say. Like, Randall had a okay stretch at the end of the third quarter um rj was pretty solid um from start to finish brunson had his moments here and there but like nothing really like that was like you know saying hey bring like i'm banging on the table for these guys to be brought back in um except for rj i think rj rj was sat i think he sat way too long um and stupid NBA app is up minutes are not updated, of course. I mean, I think like he sat too long because that lineup was doing so well. So yeah. Like... And and that's part of the reason why Thibs's substitutions are so stupid, because it doesn't allow for like all these like different staggerings of lineups and players and stuff like that. Um, like even even during that while that lineup had it going, you know, you could have switched out one or two of those guys here and there for a couple um for a couple minutes or so just to like see what you get just like try something like and like the whole like third quarter of like you know having these like terrible third quarters and like him taking forever to substitute somebody in it's it's annoying and it's ridiculous um versus good teams or bad teams like it's just annoying and it's just something that shouldn't happen like if you need a spark get a spark in there quick like um I mean, I think it just come, it comes down to, like, quickly needs to be playing more. That's not going to happen. Like, we saw like he, 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 got, he got 25. He got his standard 25 minutes tonight. But, of course, it's because he played super long stretches again, um, which is not sustainable. I will con- we will all continue to say that here on this, on this stream. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, – I, I – the quickly minutes thing is just going to be something that, like, unless he just embraces the fact that, like, quickly should be playing more minutes than Josh Hart, then we are just never going to go anywhere. And it's like, I, that should not be a, that should not be, like, something that needs to be embraced, you know? <laughs> like, yes, quickly should be playing more minutes than Josh Hart. Why is Josh Hart averaging more minutes than Emmanuel quickly? Especially given the success those lineups have had. Quick is gonna be a spur, man. He's gonna be a spur. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Oh, well, of course you're not complaining. You freaking get to like, watch him like 20 times a year now. Hell yeah, we gonna be person. turned up. Poor Vita, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Grimes, let's talk about Grimes. Grimes made those comments after the Bucks game. Um, we reacted to them on stream. Um, and you know. The lineup change was made. DiVincenzo started today. He had um, six points, um, four rebounds, two assists in 22 minutes. Um, Grimes off the bench today, 13 points, five of 10 from the field, three of seven from three. Definitely looked 
more confident out there. Um, the Knicks actually ran stuff for him. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just good to see Grimes like get back on track. You know, he made his his thoughts known. It's so funny. Like after a Nick comments about like not like not getting the ball or something or like not being you know utilized properly they come out and play a really good game after so you know unless you're mitchell robinson you still don't get the ball yeah i mean mitch is not i'm not demanding for miss mitch um post touches um i am damn it but um yeah it's just good to (laughs) <laughs> it's good to see Grimes play well. Um, you know, it's good to see him play with that bench unit. The, the bench unit definitely has more like it has a def- it has it, it has more movement. It has a better play style for him to just get acclimated to. Um, and yeah, I mean, we all kind of expected him to play better with the second unit. Like we just thought, like playing with someone like quick a little bit more. Um, you know with Hartenstein, people that look for them on cuts, you know, people that are going to be looking for him. Um, and it's easier to run plays for someone like him in those lineups rather than, are we like, is Dibs really going to run, like, pin downs for Grimes? We joked about it, but, like, is he really going to do those type of plays while Brunson and um, Randall are on the court together? Like, that's no. not something that's going to happen. So it, we all suggested that, like, if Grimes wants to be utilized to a greater capacity, that it's going to have to come with the bench and – we saw that today. We saw um, the JJ Redding footwork. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and we also just saw him like do things off the bounce and stuff like that. We saw him take take a tough layup um off a fast break. Like you know, it's just good to see Grimes. You know, do some things that we got accustomed to seeing him do the last so couple. So you're years, telling so. me take him out the Demar Derozan trade proposal? He should have never been in there to begin with. Why the hell are we doing Demar Derozan trade proposals? I don't know, man. I've seen some wild shit the last week. Man. Well, you know, people do a lot of drugs out here in this world, so you know, there's that. <laughs> people was legitimately like, yeah, let's go trade him for Demar Derozan, and like said it with HS and meant it. Oh man, what a what a what an eclectic fan base we have. Yes, that's that's definitely the word to use for for this fan base. Um, but yeah, it was good to see Grimes. Hopefully Grimes can use this, gain momentum, um, continue to play well. Um, but yeah, we also got some injury concerns with this team. Um, Brunson getting hurt essentially in garbage time, stepping on the ankle of, who was it? Peyton Pritchard or Derek White? Who was it? I don't know who it was. One of them short white dudes they got. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jalen Brunson gets hurt, turns his ankle, didn't look really well, limping. Mitch had got hurt right before the half, I believe. Had to get next ray. Didn't play much in the second half. Um, so that's two of your top five guys going down in one game. Um, Jericho Sims. Is I was just about to say Jericho shot. Sims, <laughs> Miles McBride, Evan Fournier. They might be looking at some minutes up, upcoming, man. Oh, you said Ever Fournier. Oh my God, my chest. You know it's coming, man. Well, you better free Daquan Jeffries. Don't play with me. If I see Ever Fournier suit up, I'm actually about to turn off the TV. I mean, like, it's. it's Can we just keep Ever Fournier home? Like, for real? Like, why haven't we just kept him home yet? Well, like, what, what use does he got, bro? Do we remember what happened the last time Nick sent a guy home? He ended up in AS Monaco? No. I, well, before that, before Kemba, Joe Kim Noah, we sent Joe Kim Noah home. The league fined us or whatever. 
for like intentionally tanking. Remember that? Oh, if Andre Iguodala could get a half a year paid vacation from the Grizzlies, like we can fu- we can get Evan Fournier to go. I don't know. So the rules don't apply to us the same way as it does to the rest of the league. Somehow, some way. Whatever, dog. Like I need. What? But yeah, I mean that's that's it's it's concerning. I mean, we'll finally probably get some more Emmanuel quickly minutes. Um success to come this way. <laughs> now he's gonna we're, gonna, we're gonna touch 32 Emmanuel quickly minutes like nightly and somehow some not even just... it's gonna be like 37, 38, because he's gonna be insane oh, with the minutes. Because like Deuce McBride is gonna be the backup and he's gonna be like, Deuce here, get these like five charity minutes. <laughs> he's gonna be like, You better D up in these last five minutes. You got six fouls. In five minutes, make it work. Um, yeah, quickly starting and like we're gonna do this whole thing where like quickly is putting up 20 plus points per game regularly on like very efficient shooting, and people are saying, go, Well, I don't know if he's worth the money that he wants, and I don't know if his importance to this team is um that important. And low key OG and Anobi fixes so many issues for this team, yada yada, blah blah blah. That's how we're gonna get back to. I'm not looking forward to those conversations again, but I feel like they're going to happen. So, Oh, man. I will look forward to Emmanuel quickly becoming a parlay respecter once again. Um, but, yeah. He's a risky um, parlay respecter, but when he respects it, man, he respects it. He does. But, yeah, I mean, like, he, we're finally going to get the minutes that we want from him. It's going to come at this, like, insane um, – come at the, the, the expense of this ex- insane – Dibs minutes substitution patterns, um, but I won't you complain. Play entire, I, you play the entire first quarter, and you play five minutes in the second, and then we pull y'all out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna complain about more manual cookie minutes. I'm just gonna complain about the way that we get them. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm assuming Sims and McBride most likely take those two spots if Robinson and um, Brunson aren't ready to go. Um, I assume they're going to be more cautious with Brunson too, just because like, I assume they're going to be cautious with both of them just because like it's early in the season. You don't want things to linger. You don't want things to, you don't want these guys to like play on it. And then, you know, they get hurt Toronto again. Next, so like the point Toronto next, so they should be okay. Yeah. Even when Depends, depends, depends on which version of, of Toronto we get. Even with the Congolese hoops, I think they'll be okay. Um, yeah, let's, let's 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 check in some of these comments as we got them rolling in. Shout out to everyone that's in here, leaving comments. Um, H twenty two says we did a good job on Tatum just to still get blown out. Did we? I mean, let me see, Jason Tatum. I mean, he started. He didn't start off the game that well. I would say. I mean, he got yeah, he a lot did. of his points in like. He got a lot of his points when when they were up already. Like he did that thing where you know he got his numbers after the Derek Whites and the Porzingis's got their numbers, and 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 to all the Celtics fans that like tried to like you know get corny in my mentions after I called the Celtics a mentally weak team, like we literally see our team collapse on like a regular basis. Like I don't care regular season playoffs, whatever y'all want to say. But man, it was funny as hell seeing the Pacers run y'all off the court. I do not care about like what the Knicks fans feel about Tyrese Halliburton and all that shit. Like I'm not here for that. I'm here to make fun of the Celtics when they get clowned on. So it was funny as hell 
We gonna see Seeing y'all. Back. <laughs> y'all gonna be run y'all off the off that court. It was funny as hell seeing the magic do what they did to y'all a couple of weeks ago. Like I, I enjoy seeing the Celtics collapses. So like all those fans that tried to get smart in my mentions, like I will see y'all in May when Drew Holiday has a, a full diaper, okay? Come back to me then. All right. All right. I know I know I know the ceiling of my team. Y'all gotta be realistic with yourselves with Drew Holiday over there. The freaking Javon Carter with Dreads clone. Get out of my face. We go see Jalen Brown dribble. Don't worry. We go. I'm gonna have to last laugh when Jalen Brown is dribbling. You got the GDP of two nations on that man's right and left hands. Cause like it, we honestly, the Knicks had it primed to like they they had like momentum like in their favor once Jalen Brown started like losing his shit. And then and, like, he got, got attacked ejected. and I was like, yeah, I'm losing this game. <laughs> I was like, Bro, like uh, versus any, it, like if Jalen Brown, if Jalen Brunson has it going or like even Julius Randle has it going, that is a game where the Knicks start to go on a run and they take advantage of that. Or like last year's Knicks, t- last year's Knicks team goes on a run and takes advantage of that. Last year's Knicks team beat the fuck out of the Celtics. Like, exactly. Yep. And they take advantage of that unraveling right there. Like, and I think some other teams in this league take advantage of that. Like that is just like you know, that is a moment where things shift. Like they got the tech, then he got the other tech, he got ejected. The um, hard side came through and got fouled. Exactly. Like it was perfectly set up for the Knicks to like go on a run from there. And if things just break their way a couple times, then if Horford doesn't make that three to end the third quarter, I feel like the Knicks probably had more momentum going. But like that kind of just quelled the run, and it went from like eleven. And you're like, oh, we had a chance to fourteen. You're like, oh, damn. That yeah, that that, that always... killed any chance that we had at at, at making a comeback. Um, but you know, it was there. Um. Shout out to the Knicks for almost another fake comeback. Um, Chris Bernhardt, he says, man, I don't know when the conversation happens again, but we might be having the, it might be time to promote Dibs to special advisor. Oh, jeez, he's getting extended. Don't even waste your breath, bro. Like, don't even waste your breath with this shit, though. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a top six seed. They're going to have one, maybe two all-stars. Like, why are y'all even trying to convince yourselves that this is going to happen? Like, they lost the two best teams in the East, and otherwise they've been a very good team. They haven't lost a team of below 500. They've been a top 10. They've been a top five defense and a top 10 offense, and now they're probably going to be, like, a top eight defense and, like, a top 12 offense. They're still going to be a top 10 team. Like, they've had two bad games defensively not offensively they've had two bad games defensively like it's not going it's december it's december gaucho no like damn like i'm not even trying to be like i don't i understand yes the defense isn't where it needs to be against the top teams but also like they're still a good team. I kind of feel like people are doing this thing now. It's like, oh, the Knicks suck. Got to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, y'all land that whole Charles Barkley um, shit getting in y'all heads. It's like, she, I, it's okay. 
It's, they're okay. They'll be just fine. Relax. Will they though? Well, let me stop. <laughs> I want to say like, don't, don't you start, bro. <laughs> I I don't have the energy to be negative about this team as much as like I want to joke around being, but like do you, it could be a lot worse. Your top ten defense. Hey man, hey man, look at my headline right here under my name. At least we're not. That's for real. Like, no, some people want us to be the Pistons. Some people would much rather us tank in oblivion and somehow, some way, like get a superstar in the draft because that's what people want. And it's like, why? Why do you hate being a good team? Like, the fact that Zach Lowe got to be the voice of reason is embarrassing. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, for a lot of, a lot for of, people, a lot of people who be like Steven, don't speak for Knicks fans, he sounds like a lot of Knicks fans. That's all I'm going to say. Well, uh, yeah, people should have seen my tweet. No one saw my tweet about how the Knicks got better. And the fans got dumber. They did. They did. When do we have the comment about firing Tom Thomas? I'm here and we lose to top teams because we refuse to make adjustments or even sub guys in when getting smoked. Yeah, that 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 is the one thing. Like third quarters, man. Third quarters, it is the most obvious and most pertinent thing ever. Like we will go seven minutes just getting absolutely railed by teams, like absolutely drilled by teams. And no one comes in. And then the first st- sub that Tibbs on the makes, Josh fucking Hart. Like, thanks so much. Like, that's the offense we need while we're getting smoked 13 zip by one team in a quarter. Um, but yeah, that is something that definitely needs to change. Um, versus the bad teams, it is like so not obvious. Like, you can't even tell it happens. But like, when we play these bad teams, when we play these good teams, man, ooh, that shit is way too obvious. Uh, I like... I mean, last year they found their stride like really in February after the Josh Hart trade. So like... They're still... Like they just made a rotation change. Like... Damn! Damn! It's not that deep, bro! What? I'm thirsty. I hear slobbered on yourself, son! (laughs) Keep it in your mouth. Like, come All right. on. All right. <laughs> can't even enjoy some refreshing water on stream you, now. I ain't saying you can't enjoy it, bro. It was out here. You was letting it fly. That's wild. All right. Can't even. He's so unlucky. He can't, can't even, even enjoy... follow like Oh, come my on. God. <laughs> Yo. Oh. I need someone to clip that. But, um. Yeah, like. Look. I'm not saying Tom is perfect. I, you, uh, me of all people is not saying Tom Timto is perfect. <laughs> Maybe instead of needing to start, we just need to hire anybody to coach actually maximize the roster. Maximizing the roster is not going to be a coaching thing. Max, oh, it is going to be a coaching thing. Maximizing, maximizing the roster is a personnel thing. I'm not having that conversation tonight. <laughs> You've seen my tweets. You've seen my tweets. You know how I stand in the opinion. If you want to maximize the roster, there's one guy who's got to go, and his ethnicity is Canadian. Yeah, not not the night to. 
I said, I said, I said we're not doing it tonight, but you've seen not the tonight to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the things about like IQ getting 25 minutes tonight, his substitution patterns during certain games when, um, I've been saying it all night, like, you know, when we're getting smoked by teams, like the way he's, he subs guys in and out, like it just doesn't work against the best teams. And like you're capped when, um, your coach does things like that. I think like, I think the personnel is fine. If like, especially if guys, like if he plays the guys that really have it going and like, you know, it's, it's just so annoying. Cause like you watch other teams and like, you see guys, have multiple shifts in quarters and stuff like that. And then you see our guys, it's like see the same guys on the court for like 10 minutes straight, no matter what. And it's so annoying. Yeah. Like five of our nine losses against the Bucks and Celtics. I need to see them against the other good teams before I get concerned. Yeah. Like the fact, yeah. Like 56. Who are the other good teams though? I mean like Philly, Joel and Beats. We didn't play Philly. We don't play Philly until next year. Like, it's just, it's so like the other good teams, the Magic. I mean, they've already beat the Heat. They beat the Cavs. I mean, you want to go to the West? Like, okay, they barely lost to the Suns. They lost the Pelicans in the back to back. They beat the Clippers. Like, a lot of the quote unquote good teams, they haven't played yet. Like, yeah, they lost to the Celtics and the Bucks. Those are the top two teams in the in the East. If they could beat like the other teams around their level. And like make it competitive against Celtics in the Bucks, then like is anybody really gonna be like, oh my god, the sky is falling? You know, Man, like... some of these games are they're gonna be. Oof. I mean, depends on which version of the Knicks we get, but like Orlando's really good defensively. Um, Indiana, that offense, man, the way that we've been playing against. The the Celtics and the and the Bucks, that's gonna end up being another one of these like 130 to 120 games. And if we can't stop nobody, Aaron Neesmith hitting corner threes. If Aaron Neesmith is out here with us up, then we're not doing a post. You know it's you know it's happening, man. You know nah, it's it happening. Be, it be Jalen Smith and I would be vexed. You know exactly <laughs> no, you know exactly who it's gonna be, and you're gonna be even more pissed. Oh, please not. He ain't doing nothing. I ain't uh, <laughs> You know, Obi Top and have the game. <laughs> oh, you you laughing, but like you're gonna be the you're gonna be the one person missing from the from the panel on that night for the for the post game stream. If Obi Top and have a game, I'll buy a jersey. <laughs> okay, you. Uh, oh, give me the line. Give me the line. Give me the line. Like when the next play for the Obi. I think the first time we play, first time we play the um Pacers. Yeah, December thirtieth on a back to back. Oh God. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Give me the line. Give me the line. Okay, let's say, say the line is over 15 and a half. The way the Pacers' offense is, man. Okay. First of all, let me see if an Obi Toppin Pacers jersey exists. I'll actually buy this. I'm not even kidding. Of course it does. You're in the end, and he's a starter. Okay, it actually does exist. Okay. Yeah, he's they're in Indiana and he's a starter. Of course he has got a jersey. All right. Obi Toppin. I'm oh no, he actually he actually has some stuff. I'll get a city jersey, Obi <laughs> Toppin jersey. If he has over 15 points with the Knicks play the Pacers, um 
on the 30th. You can clip it, you can save it, I'll actually buy it. And I'll show proof of me wearing it on stream. All right. You got that, folks. You heard that's, that here first. That's how confident I am that he's a bum. <laughs> All right. I'm a hater first. <laughs> and physically responsible second. But yeah, teams like the Pacers are going to be... They're another team, high-octane offense. You know, they're going to hit a bunch of threes. Buddy, It's going to be between Buddy, Miles. Oh, Miles is another one of those centers that likes to space the floor. Those, those centers have been giving us trouble between Brooke Lopez and... Um, a lot of similarities between these teams, man. It's going to be so annoying playing these type of teams. Yep. Teams that shoot a lot of threes with with the with the big man that's facing the floor. <sighs> what happened to the my NBA man? We used to have centers to stay to the paint. Not anymore. That's a whack ass shit. People are do we do we think Mitch not playing in the second half was more due to like Kristaps Porzingis just like wetting his eyes up or like? I mean, he was injured and Hardenstein was playing well. I wouldn't be surprised. Did Hardenstein? How much did Hardenstein play tonight? I feel like he, I think he played the entire second half. Um, if he didn't play the entire second half, he at least played the entire fourth quarter. He played nineteen minutes in the second half. He definitely played the entire fourth quarter, and then in the third quarter he played seven minutes. So yeah, he basically had a nineteen-minute shift straight. Like, Which is stop. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, this is not like this is not sustainable hoops, bro. Okay, so Tip said Mitch not playing the fourth with precautionary. Okay, that's fine. But like, you tell me Jericho Sims can't get three minutes. Like to just like spell him. Like, come on. Like, come on, man. Like, I get it. They were rolling, but like, I trust Jericho Sims on an island. I don't think that's a hot take to be like, yeah, Jericho Sims can play defense for three minutes and rebound. Adequately enough against Al Horford. <laughs> Not from Mahuda. It feels like the last two games, the opposition has decided to push the pace and get into a into a shootout because our transition defense has been weak the entire Dibs regime. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I mean, transition defense is definitely not our strongest suit at all. Like guys, never know who they're supposed to get. Someone's always open. Um. And, like, teams that like to push the pace. And, I mean, I was watching the Pacers game um, versus, who was it, the Bucks, And, like, off a miss, they scored, like, a fast break dunk. Like, bruh, the Knicks, they are going to be terrible versus that. Like, because, like, guys are going to be pointing at each other. Stuff like that. These team, these top teams, they, like, all of them in the East, they like to play at this, like, high pace. And, like, except for, like, maybe Philly. Philly doesn't play, like, a high pace. Philly, um, the Magic, I'm pretty sure don't play the high Philly pace. and the Magic are they like the two other top teams in the East that don't play. I don't know if the Cavs play the high pace either. Um, I don't know. I've been paying attention lately. Um, rightfully so. The Cavs haven't been doing anything all that special. Oh, well, they beat the Heat today. So they did. Wow. Okay. With no Evan Mobley, that's interesting. And Darius yeah, Garland in foul trouble. He had like four fouls in five minutes. Okay, I'm like trying to figure out how they won this game, and I was like, their bench actually had like a good game. Uh, and Jimmy Butler decided to not be serious because he's not playing the Knicks. That makes sense. 
Oh, Duncan Robinson. Ew. Ew. 1.6 turnovers. Well, Clyde Frazier, Celtics are just a different tier, but lots of Knicks failures will never let this game be confused with a moral victory. Knicks lost on D1 center space to floor. Yeah, I don't like it's been four years and the Knicks haven't five haven't figured out stretch fives. <laughs> like, I feel like at this point the matchup is clearly just like let Randall guard Portingus and put um Mitch on I mean I you do you want Randall on Porzingis or Randall on Tatum. I would probably do Randall on Porzingis because Mitch. I trust Mitch on Tatum. I think Mitch can handle Tatum fine. Like I don't think that's something where it's like, oh, he can't do it. Like, and Mitch wasn't not a problem. Well, aside from like Porzingis, Mitch's defense was fine. Um, like he was able to muck up stuff in the passing lanes, doing what he normally does and everything. Like it was just the fact that he got extended out to the perimeter and Porzingis is able to take shots from like 28 feet out. So it's kind of hard for Mitch to recover and still like play stuff as a defender. And then it harms like the Knicks' strong suit of rebounding. So like I would have Julius do more stuff on the perimeter because Julius as a perimeter defender has the cap- keyword has the capability to be very good there. And we saw it in the we here year, but again, that's three years ago. So it's kind of hard to use as like an example, but like, you know, he could do it. So that's what I would do, but I haven't watched the film three times yet. Nafi Mohuda, Celtics really didn't kill us from three as a team, but they shot over 60% on two-point field goals. Too many easy buckets on paint collapses. And that's because Mitch is guarding the paint. Yeah, that's what happens when you play against a team with, like, a, a, a stretch yeah. five. Which is why it's like I would rather have Mitch guarding Tatum because that means he gets to guard the – well, he gets closer to the paint compared to um, guarding Porzingis. Yeah, it doesn't help when Mitch is out there guarding um, the short tribes because, like, again, this game sort of felt like he was invisible. I mean, I know he got hurt, but, like, this game, the Bucks game, these games, they both feel like, you know, games where Mitch is not – like, his presence is not felt as much as it, like, needs to, I guess. Um. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're wow, Rudy Gobert propaganda of the timeline. We are in the dark ages. Um, let's see. Chris Rivera says Thomas did this against Miami too, but we just came back in that game. IQ brought us back, and Brunson won it for us. Um, yeah, Brunson, Brunson, I don't know what happened. The three-point shooting, um, it was fake, everyone. It was fake all along. (laughs) He fooled us. He tricked us. Man, this man has, like, fooled me out of money two games in a row. Like, what's going on, Jalen Brunson? You don't even care about the dating team. You just care about your parlays. That's crazy. Bro, at, at a certain point, you accept the loss, and you're like, all right, got to focus on the stats now. Guys, get your numbers. Like, that is my focus watching these games now. Like, so I, accept, 
I accepted the loss with like three minutes to go. I was like, all right, we, we, we lost. Like, what's the next call that timeout? We was down 11, three minutes to go. I was like, all right, guys, get your numbers now. Like, I, don't <laughs> I don't care if we win or not. I knew he's we like, lost. He's like, I got the Brunson same game part of I got the booster on it. <laughs> and like, Brunson over here missing threes, missing free throws. Like, what's going on? This is not the Jalen Brunson. He not serious about it no more, man. No, he's not. <sighs> it's very unserious. Um, Afamu Huda says Grimes is making him pay for um, those Geely comments a couple nights ago. Um, definitely. Yeah, you, was, you was wild about that one, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you, dog. Like, Geely him is a wild take. But hey, man, he came out tonight. He showed, you know what? I'm better than the G League, at least for tonight. Exactly. Um, he go, he go make a TikTok soon. Shout out to him, man. It was good to see him, you know, dribbling around, not feeling like super rushed, super, um, you know, not confident. But um, you know, we're just hoping that he continue this, continues this going into the next game. We play who next? We play the Raptors. Fun. Those games are always fun. Oh yay. Um, it's not prison that's ball the, anymore, but um, I that's the first time he's hit three threes since the opening game. Oh, no, sorry, since Milwaukee. Wait, no, never mind. Since Atlanta, I mean, certain, like, certain matchups, like you know, they're like really good for um, they're really good for guards to get their game off. Um, yeah, there's a lot of bad teams defensively, at least versus guards. So Grimes should be able to like really get himself into a rhythm um, versus a lot of these teams. Yeah. And again, if all else fails, DeMar DeRozan is right there. All right. This is an awful. Let's see, let's see how DeMar played today. Let's, let's see. Shitty probably. Uh, 7 to 24, people. 7 to 24, which you can trade. For DeMar DeRozan's 7-24 and 6-10 from the free throw line, you just got to do it, don't you? So fucking garbage. Don't you don't want R.J. Barrett playing the two? Isn't that something that, like, makes a lot of sense to you? Well, anybody that wants DeMar DeRozan on this team needs to donate their brain to science. He's shooting 37% from three, dog. Trust me. I'm like what? 0.5 attempts per game? Like, 2.6, dog. He's a sniper. He's a sniper. <laughs> Even though like he's having the worst year of his career since like his third year in the league. But he's a sniper. Trust me. Chris Bernard says, hey, man, we should listen to Kenny Smith because Jalen Brunson will never be the best player on the floor against Donovan Mitchell, Halley, and Paolo. We're cooked. We yeah. still doing this Donovan Mitchell shit, which is nuts to me. It's hilarious. Like, it's like Kenny Smith, like, forgot, like has amnesia from the Jaylen last Brunson two years of playoff basketball, Jalen Brunson versus Donovan Mitchell. Jalen Brunson got Donovan Mitchell up on his, wind, on his windshield hanging. And somehow, some way, we're still like, oh, Donovan Mitchell could be the best player in the series, dog. Can Donovan Mitchell play well against Jalen Brunson in the playoff series before we even talk about how he's the best player? He was worse than R.J. Barrett in a playoff series. 
Hey man, Mario was pretty good in that series. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like he was a worse. Donovan Mitchell was like really, like really, really shitty in that series. It's remarkable, actually. I think Donovan Mitchell probably gets the most gas of any star in the league right now because like they're still acting like they give they act they treat him like he's Omar, bro. They're treating him like he's Omar, and it's not that deep. Like. He's had two good playoff series, uh, two good like playoff runs, and one of them was in the bubble. Aside from that, like he had that one in 21-22 when the Jazz were the number one seed, and full credit to him, they still lost that in six when the when Kawhi went down. Like even worse, Kawhi went down, they still lost that in six. And otherwise, like his playoff runs have been mediocre at best, and downright horrible at worst. So. If you have convinced yourself, I think a lot of people convince themselves that the Knicks want Donovan Mitchell, and it's like maybe they do, but the team has changed so much in the last two years that like I don't really think that they care too much about him. They it should. kind of feels like they have established the fact that like Donovan Mitchell is going to take this team to the finals, and we've already seen that like this team can make the second round of the playoffs comfortably. So. I don't know. I guess we could just talk about like the star conversation in general, because I feel like what people need to realize is that most of the time when you are trying to make a trade of that caliber, you're doing it for like a top 10 talent. And if you're not doing it for a top 10 talent, you have a top 10 talent on your roster. Like, look at all the big star trades that have happened like the last, I want to say last five years i think i think the ad trade is really what kind of like established the current star market um like because that was just a weird circumstance where it's like lebron's older and they missed the playoffs blah 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 yada 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 but like ad like yeah they want to chip off of him good like the paul george Kawhi Kawhi trade like disaster for the los angeles clippers and like they're going to burn money trying to make it work. It's not going to work. They treated Shea. Shea is literally right now probably a top 10-ish player. He's better than Kawhi and Paul George right now. And they got picks up with Shea. And then it's like, what? The Drew Holiday trade worked out because they already had Giannis, who was the best player in the league at that time. Like, a lot of these star trades don't work out. And the teams that made the star trades feels like robbed afterwards. Like, look at the team that traded for James Harden, bro. The Nets traded for James Harden. They had to blow it up two years later. The Sixers traded for James Harden. They at least made out of it well. But the only reason why they made out of it well is because Tyrese Maxey somehow, some way became an all-star. <laughs> like, they got lucky. And again, sometimes you get lucky, you know, in team building. But like, a lot of these star trades don't work. So, when you're talking about trading for Brandon Ingram or trading for like uh, like these Carl Anthony Towns like do you think Carl Anthony Towns is going to be the reason why this team wins a chip? Hell no. Like no. So like what are you doing? Why do you want to make a trade for the sake of making a trade? Like do you think Zach Levine is walking through that door and taking us to the promised land? Zach Levine can't even take him the bulls of the promised land but somehow he's going to make it work with the Knicks. It's just and they're like, my favorite is the Zion one. And it's like, you want Zion. Bruh. 
<laughs> no, we're not bringing the obese porn addict over here into New York City. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. We are not bringing porn. Did y'all, did y'all see that man huffing and puffing in Vegas five minutes into the game? That is not right, man. I don't know what happened. Yes, like, can the Knicks make a trade? Yes. Do they have to make a trade at some point, given the assets they have? Absolutely. But, like, I think people need to slow down on, like, what makes this team a contender. And it's like, if they aren't going to make a move that makes them a contender, they shouldn't give up the draws for it. Especially because Brunson is on this team. So what the hell are you going to do with Brunson, Randall, and Donovan Mitchell? You're not doing shit with that. Who the fuck's playing defense? Not offense. Hey, man. A lot of teams are going all offense. Yeah, those those teams don't win shit. Those teams look pretty fun right now, I'll tell you that. (laughs) They're fun, but they don't win shit. Them teams is parlay respecters, too. I need the Knicks to be parlay respecters. These niggas is burning my money. We are never going to be parlay respecters, and I need you to just embrace that. Nah. Again, Tyrese Halliburton is a pseudo-udo bum, but he's a parlay respecter now. Hell yeah, he is. He's a parlay respecter. He first team right now, damn it. Shit. He first team. 25 and 14 assists, it's like automatic these days. Woo! He he don't play about our money, dog. No, he does not. I need the Knicks to get serious. I need the Knicks to get serious like that, man. Jalen Brunson, what happened? You used to be that guy. What happened? Jalen Brunson. Now you missing caring. free throws. He stopped caring about our money. Man. George Bush don't care about black people. Jalen Brunson don't care about our parlay. <laughs> oh, no, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. Jalen Brunson says this. I'm playing. Um, Hawkeye 420 says Schwinsman right. Need to break up the Thomas Randall duo, one or the other. Thomas. No, I have to Thomas. <laughs> Neither I, of them I, are I, going. I hope everyone's ready yeah, to but, accept yeah. that. Yeah, neither of them are going though. So like, what's what's we're stuck? Ad, okay, current and Elvis from the bar put the next with Anthony the clipboard. Yeah, like I can understand Anthony the clip for Ant Edwards because it's like okay, he's young enough and good enough to where like you can at least project yourself to be like, oh, I can build around this dude. But even still, like Brunson is better than him right now. <laughs> Brunson is better than him. I don't think that's a hot take to say Brunson is better than Anthony Edwards right now. And Anthony Edwards is the subject of a lot of gas. So. I think Anthony Edwards probably two-way capability would put him over Brunson in most people's eyes. Yes, I could agree with his two-way capabilities, but also, like, he hasn't done enough offensively for he's me. not consistent yeah. enough offensively i would say but defensively yeah. he is he does have the chops i will say that yes um, the, the defense is real i'll give him that but yeah like uh, you're thinking about like yeah currently anthony Everett is like the part like the caliber player we're thinking about Um, Christopher Vieira says, I think it's key to highlight that it wasn't just Grimes starting that turned last season around. It was IQ getting a bigger role as the main reserve. IQ, IQ needs more minutes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, IQ, he started to get more minutes too once Brunson got hurt. And then like, it was like Brunson got hurt. Then like RJ got hurt. It was like, 
there was consistent injuries in the backcourt that like kind of forced IQ to get more minutes. And then when those guys came back, he still ended up getting more minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, him getting more minutes is definitely going to be a reason why our season turns around. Hopefully, if we can get him more minutes, but he keeps getting this standard 25 and it comes in the most fake way possible. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, JL, so I see the comment here. JL says five run nine losses against the Bucks and the Celtics. I need to see them against the other good teams before I get concerned. I mean, a lot of the other good teams, they... They haven't played yet. Like, they don't play the Sixers until next year. They don't play the Magic for a bit. Like, they will play the good teams at some point. So just wait on it, and then we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, we played Minnesota. They were another good team. Yeah, they played um, Minnesota. Yeah, we played Minnesota. We played the Suns. And then our other two losses were the Pelicans and the back-to-back and the Cavs. So we haven't played the Nuggets yet. That's going to be interesting. We frying them. Haven't played OKC yet. Shay not built for it. Their young big three in- intrigues me of him, Chet, and Nasty Man. And, and no, hell no, <laughs> hell no. What the hell? <sighs> nah, Jalen Williams. <laughs> All right, just making sure. <laughs> hell no, Josh Giddey's they, they, ass. Then they, they beat they beat the Warriors again. So. Yeah, and 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 J Dub had like what almost thirty another thirty piece like. Yeah, she had. They be they be cooking the Warriors. See like, see, like these teams that are able to just drop like a hundred and thirty on the dime, bro. I hate those type of teams. Like, why are y'all so good offensively? It's, all, it's like, literally because they don't miss free throws. That's it. Like they don't miss free throws. And what is one thing we absolutely suck balls at? Like, bro, they, bro, they scored 138 points and they made five threes total. Bro, see, like, and the Knicks are a team, they'll get a bunch of free throws. You just break the shit out of them. Yep. I mean, and we like, didn't do it today, though. We were actually solid with free throws today. Except for Jalen Brunson. He only missed two. Fucking burger. He's supposed to make all of them. True. Someone like Jalen Brunson is supposed to make all of them. I don't you know care if, made, if if the standard's too high for Jalen Brunson to make all of them. There's a problem. You know who made all of his free throws? Emmanuel quickly. <laughs> Bro, that's automatic from him. Ninety percent of the year, we coming. Bro, like, come on, like these teams that are dropping 130 on the dime. Like, yeah, I mean, the next day dropped like 120 versus like the Celtics and the Bucks. But like, we could drop 120 on the dime. That extra 10 is our problem. Well, yeah, I mean, because we don't take enough threes to get the extra 10, and we don't hit enough free throws to hit the extra 10. Yeah, like, that's the thing. The Knicks could get to 120, but sometimes they need to get to 130, and that's been their issue. Yeah, like, you can't get into these shootouts, and a lot of teams, they like to get us, they like to get teams into shootouts because they know, like, first of all, transition defense is bad across the league, but with the Knicks especially, it's a problem. So, like, if you want to, like, really exploit that, just push the pace a bunch. And you'll get whatever you want. And that's what you see with um, these teams when they, when they play the Knicks. Yeah, like legitimately, like when the Knicks are winning, like they could win ugly and they could win like a normal offensive game. But like 
getting past that 120 mark is difficult for this team. And it's like getting past that 120 mark is going to be them taking more threes and hitting more free throws. And that's going to be hard for this current roster construction to do without sacrificing their defense as well. Sadly. Yeah. Um, let's see. JL is trying to be more optimistic. Uh, we appreciate that here. This is typically a negative area. Um, he says, we were letting Jeremy Grant and Tim Hardaway Jr. take over the garden around this time last year, but the sky is falling because we lost to the two best teams in the East. I had Tim Hardaway Jr. talking about this is a shooting gym. Like, it could be so much worse. Yeah, but I mean, we also got to look at it from the perspective of, yeah, it could be worse, but we are beyond that point because we are, like, we have such high expectations for this team that, you know, Losing to the top teams in this fashion, I would say, is what has been frustrating. Like, losing in shootouts is very annoying. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, like, again, like, it's it's too early for me to be like, oh, this is horrible. And it's like, dog, we are 21 games in. <laughs> Okay, for 20. This game has had two assists, 10 games in a row. Has zero right now. He's going to sell my parlay. Sam, we don't want to hear about yours when you win 5K every other night. No, for real. Like, you are the last person to talk about, oh, my parlay. Oh, my parlay. You went shopping yesterday, dog. I was on Wednesday. How much you spent? I'm not saying that on stream. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying that number on stream. Exactly. I'm good. You tell me to stop holding up digits. <laughs> Any, anyways, let's keep talking about basketball. <laughs> um, JL says Donovan Mitchell doesn't have a good playoff series with a full capacity NBA crowd since his rookie year. Oof. Preach on it. Ooh. Ouch. The thing is, like, his rookie year playoff series wasn't even that good. He was shooting like shit that series. I think it's because like what you call it. Well, that was the year that he took out the um the, the, OK, the OKC big three. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think there was just a lot of hype of that, of that series of like, hey, he 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 he's a rookie. He's doing this. He's you know, build. He's um, he just eliminated Russell Westbrook and Paul George in their prime. Like, oh my goodness, like it was a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he really doesn't, he, I, I mean, I don't ha think he has a memorable series since, I mean, he did have the, the bubble yeah, series. The bubble. Like he had the bubble and that's, and then the year after that, when he was like really good in the playoffs, but like he had the bubble and that's it. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, JL says, I also, he also says, I do find the section of fans that overreact to standings in December hilarious. Like, we are 2.5 games back of the two seed. Could be a lot worse. Um, yeah, I mean, December is, I mean, it's, it's hard because, like, you know, it is the early part of the season, but you're also like, man, I really wish my team was, like, doing this well. 
um or you know certain play some certain fans have like different expectations for what the team would look like at this point in the year um but yeah i mean i'm not one of those people that will overreact to standings in december maybe like february i'll start to get concerned if like we're still like middle of the pack or something like that um as long as we're not in the plan i'm pretty okay with where the knicks land because i feel like they'll be able to handle their matchup most likely depends on if we get one of those teams that like likes to drop 130 um unconsciously um but yeah i mean i'm still pretty confident in with where the knicks land but yeah i'm not going to overreact right now um, but yeah, it's just different people. <laughs> he says playing Randall would be a moment, not a good one, but a moment. <laughs> God damn. Um, I don't know. In season tournament, Randall was um, or at least in season tournament semifinal, um, or not semifinal, quarterfinal. Randall was a moment. Um, they lost by twenty, but it was a moment. <laughs> was a moment um so i don't know what playing randall would be would it be a mixture would it be in between of the end season and actual playoffs <laughs> like it's I a mean, one like, game it's a one game winner go home <laughs> that's <laughs> possibly in front of the msg crowd oh my god oh i mean they, they would probably have two chances but like damn oh my bro it might be it might get wicked they might start throwing shit on the court <laughs> They about to use some Jim Crow slay. I don't know about that, dog. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, like that's gonna be like. Yeah, let's let's let's, 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 ho- let's avoid the play now that I think about it. Let's do it in front of the hose times ten. Oh my god. Yeah, let's let's avoid let's avoid the play in. Um, yeah. yeah, um, I don't think we. Need, I can we show that to children? He might have 10 turnovers at halftime, bro. It might be wicked. They're going to have a triple-double with turnovers. <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you even bring that up, JL? That's sick. You don't care about this fan base. J- JL wants to see the world burn. That's it. Apparently so. You trying to see MSG <laughs> down in flames? They ain't going to treat that shit like Black Wall Street? You ain't going to be able to build it back up? Like, Okay. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, fans, fan, you, we know how the Knicks fans are, like, you know, and like, it's hard to like even make sense of the standings because like everything is like still pretty bunched up in the beginning of the year, like, you know, t- all like the t- teams within like the top six are like within a game or two of each other, so like, you know. Really can't make sense. You can really can't make sense of things until like late January, early February. Like that's when teams really start to like separate themselves. Anyways, um, hopefully the Knicks are able or one of those teams that's able to you know push themselves ahead. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the next game. We played Toronto last time. We played Toronto was on last week Friday, wasn't it? December first, and week. we beat them um, one nineteen to one hundred six. That was a game in which Randall had almost had a triple-double. Hart had 17 and 8 off the bench. DiVincenzo had 21. Um, it was a really good bench game. Um, and it was also a really good um, 
Randall game. It was a pretty okay um, Brunson game. But yeah, it was just a really solid performance from the Knicks. They had one, two, three, four, five, six guys in double figures. Um, Toronto isn't really that good of a team. They lost to the Hornets today. Um, is it at MSG? Yeah, it's at MSG. When is that? On Saturday? On not Sunday? Um, that's on Monday. Oh, a Monday night game. I feel like a lot of like the BS scoring nights in the Garden happened on a Monday night last year. Like I just have that feeling in me. Like if Pascal got another fifty-two in him, <laughs> I feel like he got fifty-two. Fifty-two last time, and it was a Monday last year. Like I feel like I feel like that in my spirit. That's what it was. Oh, versus sure. Raptors. I'm checking right now too. Uh, score. Um, uh, December twenty-first, twenty twenty-two. Is that a Monday? I can pull up the other. Uh, no, that shit was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. All right. I don't know why, but like I just have this like bad feeling about Mondays. I don't know it's because like I'm I'm coming back into work after the weekend and like I'm just like already like not in the best mood. Um but yeah, Mondays, I don't know. I don't like that for a game versus, like, someone like Pascal Siakam who can definitely scream his way to, like, 10 free throws. Because he knows what he's going to do. He's going to drive through him, flail his arms, and <laughs> and get 20, 10 free throws automatically, like. Hey, Giants are Africa products. Hey! <laughs> oh, man. And that was the game they snapped our winning streak. Ugh. But, yeah, we should we should be able to handle business versus the Raptors. If we lose to the Raptors and like if the Raptors put up like 120 on us, that's when the Knicks really have to look into the um <laughs> look in, in the mirror and like really evaluate themselves. Like if fans want to panic then, I'll respect it a little bit. Um, because you know it's the Raptors and they shouldn't be beating us. Uh, Warcock Frazier says, I'd hate to hear Robert Randolph's Monday Night Knicks song. <laughs> it wouldn't Monday even, like, MSG? it wouldn't even flow, it wouldn't even flow the right way. Like, hey, I gotta get there, get there. Like, no watch. one's hype about Monday nights for real. Like, yeah, like, who, who want a who want a Monday night? Like, yo, it was Monday night, a. You know what the time? You know what time? it's like, no, like, bro, like, Friday, Friday. Friday's the end of the work week, you know. And you can't be, get, you can't get all hype and you're gonna go out to work the next morning. Like, who that excited? Yeah. Um. All right, I think this is where we're gonna end things. Um. You know. Shout out to y'all for rocking with us um, through another Knicks L. Hopefully Knicks get back on track on Monday versus the Raptors. Uh, What you call it? Um, Make sure you guys check out all the links in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. Make sure you guys um, check out Patreon. Make sure you guys check out the site. We definitely got new stuff almost every day on there. 
Um, and yeah, make sure you guys leave a like, subscribe. We're on our way to 1k subs, so all that you do definitely helps us out. Um, and we will catch you guys on Monday. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Um, maybe enjoy watching the in season tournament final game. Um, Therese, any thoughts on who you think is going to win? LeBron. LeBron is not about to play about that 500k. They're going to win. I wonder why he's so motivated for this 500k. Like, does he have like secret debts we don't know about? Like, yes. You think LeBron will be putting in parlays? LeBron feels like a parlayer. Probably does. Like he's always giving out his picks on, on 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 Instagram Live. Like LeBron legitimately is the brokest billionaire I've ever seen in my life. Like he was taking charges at thirty. He was taking charges. I didn't. I didn't watch that game. I went to sleep at like eight thirty <laughs> that night. He clamped up like it was legitimately game. Like he clamped up like it was game six. Like it was nuts, Bruh. He had nah, people. He's he he owes he owes somebody some money because like the IRS what? is breathing down his neck. <laughs> That's insane. He's yeah. moving like he's in taken, bro. Like he was he was going crazy. Yeah, they're gonna win that game though. Should LeBron be a fun one, though. In season tournament MVP, it's all scripted. Yeah, of course um, he would get the first one. They're gonna put it. They're gonna put that badge on this fucking basketball reference page. In Ugh. season tournament champion. Like, of uh, course, of course he would get the first one. Of course he would. Why didn't I see that coming? Why did I even bet that? Like, how did I not see the most obvious thing ever? All right, but yeah, I, that game is tomorrow night. Everyone enjoy watching that, if you will. If not, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We will catch you guys on Monday to catch the Raptors game. Hopefully the Knicks win that one. Peace. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.